2: in high school i took drama classes and um the the director of the play was setting up the audio and she said testes testes big testies," and we uh, thought ha, it was ha, so ha, funny uh, uh, us teens
0: welcome to talking tofu the podcast about wait vegan. that was not clean why not i was this i was forcing you to include the story Welcome to Talking Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm David Streeby. I'm
2: Becky Streepy. This
0: week on the show, well, let's just see what we're doing this week on the show. We're talking about simply eggless breakfast at Green Sage in Asheville, and we'll also try Trader Joe's peanut butter caramel coated popcorn.
2: That's right. A bad breakfast, a good breakfast, hey, and popcorn. Spoiler alert. Toeheads, I'd like to apologize.
0: For the for, for doing a spoiler story? on my
2: own podcast
0: for the crude story
2: that mm. you told no I'm, we we cut that we we're gonna cut that
0: I really don't think you should cut it I won't. it's not crude
2: <laughs> because it's biological <laughs> we'll see
0: it talks it doesn't even use like a slang term mm. it's clinical
2: it is clinical yeah it's a clinical it's story. funny it
0: why wouldn't you what what image do you think that that story would tarnish about us I don't know. The answer is no image. Yeah. We have no image. Uh, I'm good, thanks. Yeah? So holidays are in full swing. Uh, What are you looking at?
2: I'm looking at the script and realizing I don't have a pen. Could you grab me?
0: Holidays are in... I'm in the middle of talking about how I'm doing. You get up and get a pen.
2: I'm like trapped back here.
0: Holidays are in full swing. The lights are are on. The tree is up. Mm -hmm. When does Hanukkah start?
2: The 18th. So it's already begun as of the publishing date of this ha- episode.
0: Happy Hanukkah. Thank to those you. those who celebrate. I'm oh. talking to our listeners. We'll I'm... have our moment in a few days to do this.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went to our kids' school today for a spelling bee. And what a time. Y'all, the kids at our child's school are so sweet to each other and supportive. And they were all cheering each other on. And it was a very fun spelling bee. Also, these kids can spell. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad I made time to go to the spelling bee.
0: I'm glad you did too. I thought and, those kids are all right.
2: And then I'm gonna place a coin on the table. Okay for tomorrow night. I'm taking him roller skating with some of our friendies. We're gonna roller skate. It is gonna be indoors in a warehouse with smooth concrete floors without debris on them, and I'm very excited about that. Yeah, We've been doing some rink skating lately, and that has been really fun. I didn't realize how much like emotional energy I spend looking out for rocks, although that's replaced by looking out for other people. Hmm but it's different cuz there's fun to watch them. The other people, they're very talented. They got moves.
0: What what are some of the moves that you saw? Uh,
2: a lot of neat jumps. There was also um on Monday night there was this group of like maybe four guys that were doing basically like a step dance but on skates, moving around the as they went around the rink, like all coordinated. They had moves. One guy had a whistle and when he would blow it, they would do different moves. Mm. It was Wild. Wow. It was really cool. These people were all professionals at the rink. That's awesome. It's very fun. Also, there's two disco lights. Two, two, two disco lights.
0: How close are the two disco lights from each other?
2: One is at either end of the rink. Like there's the like there's the whole rink and then there's an oval in the middle where people practice their tricks and the disco lights are like hanging over each end of the oval. The oval in the middle. Okay. Pretty cool.
0: That's pretty cool.
2: It is pretty cool. It's a very far drive to the rink, but it is worth it for how fun it is. So, like Dave was saying, we are getting ready for the holidays, but we are going to talk about somewhere that we ate during the Thanksgiving weekend holiday when we were up in Asheville.
0: Hold on. We can we can smooth the transition a little I bit. I thought that there. was a
2: really good transition.
0: When we're in Asheville, a, a city that we go to a lot and we love a lot and has a lot of good vegan options... One of the places that we like to eat for breakfast on a regular basis is the Green Sage Cafe. Right? Yeah. You're looking at me critically.
2: It's right downtown.
0: One of the locations is right downtown.
2: Oh, yeah. And the other one is kind of out towards where we sometimes stay when we're there. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we stay downtown, but sometimes we stay out near the other Green Sage location. So either way, Mm -hmm. Green Sage is a great option. Yep. But I realized we have, if we've ever talked about green sage on the pod, it's been a long time.
0: And we went and had new items this time anyway.
2: Yeah, I branched out. Yeah. It was very exciting.
0: Yeah. I, I learned a valuable lesson about branching in.
2: <laughs> usually I get a, a biscuit. They didn't have biscuits this time, their biscuits are good. I usually get like a biscuit with their homemade soy sausage on it.
0: They don't make biscuits anymore.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A real bummer, because their biscuits, I Are liked you them. sure that they made biscuits? Yeah, I used to always get the biscuit.
0: I've never gotten their biscuit. I've always gotten their toast. I
2: feel like they had a vegan biscuit, and I used to get it. Green Sage Cafe, good food, love the vegan biscuits. Okay. They do. Okay. They did. Okay. They either don't anymore, or they didn't the day that we went. And that was a bummer, because I loved their biscuits. I would get it with Earth Balance, and then it would come with some jam, and I would get sausage, and it was such a treat to -hmm. eat it's not an all vegan cafe but they do have a lot of good vegan options and uh we went there yeah the thing we did
0: that's right that's right becky well put we did go there
2: we did we ordered
0: the the breakfast and then we sat at a table and the breakfast was brought to us um standard restaurant procedure guys i I shouldn't (laughs) have to explain this stuff to you but uh as far as what i ordered i had the woodstock plate which was a sprouted tofu scramble with tomatoes tempeh bacon or tempeh sausage which i had the sausage served with side of root hash and a toasted ciabatta what did you have
2: i had the gimme tofu which was the same scramble but it comes with a side of kale and tomato and this toasted ciabatta and root hash which autocorrect did change to tooth hash, which mm. is not what gross. I received. Super Crunchier gross. would yeah. have been a whole different experience.
0: Yeah. Um, and I got to forgive her for her accent. Guys. She meant experience. <laughs> Sometimes it slips in there. But, mm-hmm. uh can't blame her, you know? Yeah. It's just her dialect. That's
2: where I come from. It's
0: where she comes from. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was not wild about the Woodstock plate. I thought the scramble was okay.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: thought the root hash was a stone cold bummer because oh. it made me think of hash browns. And then all I wanted was hash browns. Oh, yeah. This was not hash browns.
2: Yeah, there's like sweet potato in that root hash. Yeah,
0: which I can forgive a sweet potato in that case. But when I'm expecting hash browns, like if I'd gotten that and hash browns, mm-hmm. maybe it would have been good.
2: Are there white potatoes in it? Is it sweet potato, white potato, turnip?
0: I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, just give me potatoes. I'm a simple guy. Yeah. I just want my potatoes.
2: I just maybe
0: just want just potatoes. <laughs> uh, the sausage I thought was a little bit dry. Yeah. And too crumbly, so not really any moisture to it or you know snap to it. And the ciabatta I thought was amazing that was very very good yeah with uh vegan butter had a cup of coffee the coffee was fine but yeah overall it's just kind of underwhelmed it made me realize that we started going to green sage and i really like this restaurant i like these people what i know of them i like the options that they offer i like the fact that you're composting everything when you finish your meal but i feel like when we started going and it became kind of a go to place for us, there were not there were fewer options, but there were never no options, you know. It was yeah. just a place that we kind of gravitated for and we really liked it. Um but I think now there are so many more options mm-hmm. that it's really hard to recommend this place.
2: So I have two things to say about what you just said. First of all, one thing I wanted to mention Three things. I also thought the scramble was disappointing. I don't know if their scramble has gone downhill or if it's more like what you're saying. Um, the kale was good. It was just kale with tomatoes. And then um, I liked the root hash. I like root veggies. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, when she brought our food out, the server apologized for the plastic forks. Mm. Usually they use metal, but I guess their dishwasher was having a problem or something. So they didn't have metal forks and she apologized and said but you can compost them Mm. and i thought that was very funny that she was like i'm sorry we just have this compostable (laughs) (laughs) dishware um but to your bigger point i agree with you i can't tell if the food there is less good than i remember it or if we are progressed to a point now where
0: we personally are the world
2: like the world of vegan food i feel like is progressing in places like Aren't necessarily all keeping up. I feel like we had this conversation about another place recently yeah, too. Yeah, it's
0: kind of the state of things, though.
2: What was it? What was the place we were talking about? Uh, that-
0: Cracker Barrel. I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> but I thought the scramble was a little dry. Too much turmeric. It just felt like a. It felt like a very 90s vegan breakfast. I also the ciabatta was really good, but I missed that biscuit. Their biscuits were good, mm. as I recall, especially with the the earth balance and the jam it's water course yes it was Watercourse, which was like top three for us yeah. and this time we were just kind of like eh
0: but with Watercourse too we landed at they shifted a lot of their menu to city city
2: yeah maybe that's it and city city blew me away right exactly yeah so maybe that's it
0: we cracked that case yeah we and did and forgot that we did it mm-hmm. like somebody's robbing these banks
2: <laughs> we're sleuthing so much we just get mixed up So, yeah, I think, I don't know. I don't know if I want to have breakfast at Green Sage next time we go. Or do I want to give them another chance and think maybe they had an off day with that scramble. Too much turmeric fell in.
0: I think we'll probably give them another chance.
2: If that biscuit's not back, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's true. I don't know. It's also like a healthy place. It's kind of got a 90s vibe that way, too, where it's all health food. So, yeah. Or like health-focused. I don't know if it's all actually healthy, but that's kind of how they market it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if you're in Asheville. I don't know if you should go to Green Sage or not.
0: If you're in Asheville, if you live in Asheville, you already know. Yeah. And you probably aren't there. There was no wait. It was Saturday morning, Friday morning on Good Friday. And you know, Not Good Friday, Black Friday. Yeah. And there was no line. We walked right up.
2: And you know what? Previously, when we've gone there, the line has been like out the door. Mm Mm-hmm. So maybe something is going on with their kitchen right now.
0: Uh, while we're downtown, though, I want to shout out Izzy's Coffee, mm-hmm. which is our go-to place. They turned me on to a roaster called Blanchards from Virginia when I was there five years ago. I came in. They all they still had Blanchards. They made me just a drip, just a cup drip of coffee. Amazing cup of coffee. I mentioned that they had turned me on to Blanchard five years ago, and they, everybody behind the bar lit up and just wanted to talk about this coffee place over and over again. They have no, like, obviously they have skin in the game, but they, like, wouldn't have gushed about it if they weren't as big fans either.
2: They were, like, clamoring to nerd out about this coffee. It was really cool. Yeah. And I liked just, it.
0: Every time we go, they're very friendly. We have a very friendly 10 minutes with them. And then we don't see them again for another year. Yep. But shout out to them. It's That's turning into a tradition as well. Mm-hmm. And then, as we said last time, we went to Retrocade and then went to Trashy Vegan, which blew Green Sage way out of the water. Yeah. So, sucks to be y'all.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And by y'all, I mean the listener. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is Talkin'
0: Toe News. All right. Hey, this is a segment of the show called Talkin' Toe News. I almost called it a Toe Views. Uh, hey, it's, it's a segment of the show. And on this segment, we, uh, me, I, David, take a headline from the world of vegan news. And then uh, read a little bit about it, and then we talk a little bit about it, and then it's over, and we move on to something else, which I think is an ad break. So let's let's <laughs> let's hurry up and get there. So this one is from December sixth, twenty twenty two. So wow, that was really a couple of weeks ago, huh? Uh, it's Veg News. It's our pal Anna, Anna Tonetskia. You remember what trouble I used to have with that name.
2: Yeah, now Back it's. Back in just... the day
0: now just rolls off the tongue like I ape her content so frequently <laughs> that the name just just it's like another limb. This headline: after 150 years, Philadelphia gets into the vegan cream cheese business. Kraft Heinz-owned brand Philadelphia invented cream cheese 150 years ago. Now the brand is reinventing itself with Philadelphia plant-based its first vegan cream cheese.
2: Whew. So I have two thoughts initially. Can I just... Sure. They invented cream cheese? Yes, so. Wow. Yeah. Also, I want to eat this cream cheese. Yeah? Yeah. Do
0: you like cream cheese? I'm just going to go on Mike. Do you like cream cheese?
2: I do like cream cheese. Hmm. I like it on a bagel. I think it's good in mac and cheese and in mashed potatoes. I like cream cheese. It's
0: all great color commentary that I'm hoping that you could just keep a lid on until i've gotten through the article okay sorry I got- this is the part where i read the article and then we can talk about how much you like the food that i'm talking about after the article
2: okay sorry all right i got really
0: excited no it's fun. it's just if we don't have a format we don't have anything you it's know true.
2: you're right when you're right you're right
0: yeah the philadelphia brand can be credited for inventing what americans know as cream cheese back in 1872 that's 150 years ago guys that's my edit while it was made in New York, the cream cheese was named after Philadelphia, a city known for its top quality food at the time. Fast forward 150 years, Philadelphia brand still accounts for 69% of the cream cheese segment in the United States. Nice. I knew you were going to do that. Today, the brand is bringing its cheese expertise to a, whole, to a whole new category with the launch of Philadelphia plant-based its first vegan cream cheese owned by the Kraft Heinz company, the Philadelphia brand developed vegan cream cheese in response to consumer demand for plant-based foods. We have seen interest in plant-based food continue to grow, and we really wanted to address that as a brand. Philadelphia's senior brand manager Keenan White tells Veg News, "Seeing how the current non-dairy category was growing so rapidly and seeing what offerings were on the market were great informers for us as we thought about our own formula and about getting into plant-based ourselves." As the brand that invented cream cheese 150 years ago. I feel like if you're the senior brand manager of Philadelphia cream cheese, you probably end most of your paragraphs with, as the brand that invented cream cheese 150 years ago.
2: Oh, yeah. That's like a tick that you just.
0: Yeah. The new spread in its classic original flavor is now hitting select retailers in the Southeast United <gasps> States. That's where so we are. So that's live. us, yeah. With a national rollout and two new yet-to-be-disclosed flavors expected in summer 2023. Now, Becky, I did dingy a little bit at the top of this article for uh, talking about how much you liked cream cheese. Mm-hmm. And I do need to confess that it's because I asked you if you liked cream cheese. So <laughs> I invited you into my room or into my house, and then I called you a burglar for breaking into my house and kicked you out. So a little bit of that's on me, and I can admit when I'm wrong. Thanks. But you're welcome. But what I want to ask you now
2: mm-hmm.
0: with... All of the the floor space that you require. Mm-hmm. Do you like cream cheese? I sure do. Great, so do I. This Was. is talking toe news. Hey, before we go to a break, uh, I do want to say that. I'm just referencing the previous segment talking Tony's um, that Philadelphia cream cheese had an ad in the 80s that it was butter your bread with Philly instead. Do you remember this?
2: I do. Yes.
0: So they're they're making the play not just for bagels. Like start using it as your your toast spread.
2: I want to say that that ad worked on me and I was doing I did that.
0: Well, what I want to say what I want to say. Okay. (laughs) Is that that commercial had a knife with a pat of butter, like, scraping some very dry toast and getting the butter, like, only on a little bit of the toast and, like, making crumbs and shit all over the place. Mm -hmm. I think I have that image in my head every day. I make toast every day. And that image has been in my head since the 80s, every time I put butter on the toast.
2: Wow. They got in your head. They got in my
0: head. It worked. Wow. That's why I get the country crock.
2: Because it's so spreadable. Because it's
0: so spreadable. Yeah. That's my my reaction to Philadelphia telling me how bad it was to put hard butter on your bread was to get soft butter. Yeah. Yeah. Not Philadelphia. <laughs> no. But to get soft butter, you're right. <laughs> I should get this other alternative.
2: Yeah. The fil- the country crock Dave is talking about is uh, country crock makes a plant butter and this could be a whole episode. It could. It was on sale one time, and so we were out of Earth Balance, so I bought it because it was like three dollars less for the tub. And um, now we buy both. We do. Because <laughs> we use the soft butter for spreading, and we use the hard butter for other stuff like mashed potatoes and stuff. <laughs> anyway, it's hard fun. butter
0: for grits, soft butter for toast every morning.
2: Hard butter for oatmeal. That's right, eat
0: grits and toast every morning. <laughs> I'm going to go unclog my heart. Um, yeah, and I guess this is a bonus butter episode that could have been uh, its own thing, but now you got it in the middle of a, of a bad talking tofu episode. And with that, we're going to go listen to some good ads, and then we'll be right back with the bad stuff after this. Hey, and we're back.
2: So last week on the show, we alluded to a bad breakfast bowl. Why
0: are you leading with this?
2: Because, um, I don't know. Okay, let's ahead. do it. Let's Go take ahead. it again. No, let's take it again. You, I, I'm, we've
0: already said that it's bad. My, you said you said at the top of the show that it's bad. Oh yeah. So there, the secret's in.
2: So last week we alluded to a bad breakfast bowl that Dave thought ruined all breakfast bowls forever. It was that bad. And the reason it was that bad, dear listener, is because uh, it starred this product, Simply Eggless, which is a scramble, comes in a bottle like Just Egg. I guess it's meant to compete with Just Egg. Um, gosh, it's bad. The kid didn't eat, couldn't even eat it.
0: So, I think we can, <laughs> I think we could be storytellers here. All right. Right?
2: Yeah, you go ahead. <laughs>
0: Not a, not a telegram. <laughs> no, it's not. We bought the space to talk about it, so we should use it. And we got all that floor left after your cream cheese review. <laughs> uh, so I'm at Trader Joe's, like I do, and we're getting all sorts of snacks. What 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 snacks do I get from Trader Joe's? I got some popcorn that we're going to talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I got some peppermint JoJo's that were bad. What? I got some peanut butter pretzels that uh were disappointing i got some dumplings that were always a hit i got you some green onion pancakes that we'll probably talk about at some point mm-hmm. i got some ginger beer that i didn't think was great really done of a trip now that i'm thinking about it but i also got the simply eggless egg replacer
2: yeah you did and this
0: was something that we had seen we knew it was in the world uh but we're we're a just egg family And in our nearby grocery stores, the Jesta, I guess the only one that's carried. So we never had occasion to try this out. So I grabbed it. And this is the same Simply, I think that's like Simply Orange, Orange Juice, right? And Simply other products?
2: I think so. It's called, it's the company is Simply Brand Foods. I'm on their website now because I wanted to see what was in the Simply Eggless. Let me go to their homepage and see what I can see here. Uh, It looks, no, it looks like it's not that. Uh, it's a lot of simply eggless. They have some keto products. They have some chocolate hazelnut spreads that I am assuming have dairy in them, but I could be wrong. But they're they're. It looks like they were in the keto space before hmm. they started making egg, and now their homepage. They've really doubled down. They've got a breakfast sandwich. They make egg bites. They make patties. All the stuff that Just Egg is doing, yeah. Simply Eggless is also doing with their. Are they rec-
0: are those recipes or are those products? Products. Oh, huh, okay. Because I got to say, and we talked about this a couple of times, um, this is not an a egg that you eat on its own. This is an ingredient at best. And even then, I'm saying that having not tried it as an ingredient and just assuming that it would be fine as an ingredient. This was one of the grossest things I've had ever. It was a waste of, and this is a spoiler for an upcoming episode, I found Beyond Steak Tips and was making a scramble of just of steak and eggs of, of simply eggless and beyond steak tips. And it was fucking gross. It was Uh, disgusting. The eggs they cooked up. They looked really good when they were cooking up. And then at the moment that I served them, they kind of like the consistency turned into something that was just like mushy and pasty and maybe it was overcooked or something, but like, the texture was way off. The flavor was way off. It didn't taste like hardly anything. If anything, it tasted like plastic. Yeah. And so I was excited for both things, and I couldn't even enjoy or know whether I would enjoy the Beyond Steak Tips because I hated the egg so much.
2: Yeah. It was over. <clears throat> yes. Nope. <coughs> That's right, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yes, it was overpoweringly bad, but it was almost, it had like no flavor and it was almost like a flavor black hole. Like n- everything around it tasted like nothing. I ended up just like kind of mixing it into my grits. I was very hungry when. Dave made this and so I ended up just mixing it into my grits cuz I just needed food in my belly and it it like dissolved into the grits and disappeared but when I ate the the Beyond steak tips like I couldn't taste a thing. It was really weird.
0: The next day our our son who is a little goblin when it comes to breakfast left egg on the plate which has never happened. Yeah. And the next day I tried to do the same thing with Just Egg and Beyond Steak Tips so that we could have kind of an honest assessment of it. <laughs> and he would not eat it until I showed him the empty Just Egg bottle that I had used <laughs> to make the Just Egg. He was that suspicious of the Simply Egg List.
2: He was right to be. Yeah, it's it's gross. It's bad. Uh, you're, you uh, earlier were questioning whether it was user error, but I have heard consistently bad things about this from enough people who are very good cooks that i i don't think it was user error everything mm. you're describing is things i've heard that it's bland that it's mushy i have also heard that it holds up in baking so maybe we'll make a cake this weekend because we have a half a bottle left Ugh. sitting in the fridge
0: taunting us the
2: kids saw you're it in the $5 fridge for me <laughs> exactly well
0: On a scale of one to ten, worst front half of Talking Tofu episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Worst front halves of Talking Tofu episodes, I should say. Sorry. So sorry. (laughs) Uh, Back half's not much better. Back half is actually like four minutes long. Uh, I'm going to give this one zero. Mm -hmm. Zero, which ironically makes it our best. (laughs) episode yeah because i've given it zero bad first halves
2: oh yeah that was a bad scale let's do a new scale sure
0: (laughs) uh on a scale of one to ten pens that are out of reach what do you give (laughs) what's that face what do you give simply eggless
2: i feel like you've got the same scale problem as before why out of reach pens are bad we want something. something. Oh, I'm
0: sorry that if all the references from this episode <laughs> are bad bummers to think about. On a scale of one to 10 vegan cream cheeses that are from a company that's been in the cream cheese game for 150 years. How many do you vegan cream cheeses from a company that's been in the cream cheese game for 150 years? Do you give it?
2: Zero. Zero. Do not buy. Zero. Cream cheese is from a company who's been in the cream cheese business for 150 years.
0: Zero. Vegan cream cheese. Vegan cream the- cheese is
2: from the company that's been in the cream cheese business for 150 that's right. years. Zero. That's right. They should have paid us to take this bottle home.
0: Yeah. I bet we could get our money back.
2: I'm sure we could. Do we want to try to do that? I'd consider it. I'll email them.
0: This is disgusting. It is. They need to do better. They need to... They
2: need to replace that bag of steak tips. Well... <laughs>
0: This is very caring to say.
2: I'm feeling very petty but about this. I want to vote with my
0: dollar with these guys to the extent where it's not, not buying it again that is voting with your dollar. It's asking for your money back voting with your dollar. You know, if this was mom and pop, if this was mom and pa simply,
2: yeah.
0: I would feel differently. But yeah, this is... Oh, hey, another thing I wanted to say during the um, Talking to News segment was I'm ready for a vegan cranch. I want vegan crunch,
2: ranch-flavored cream cheese. I'm sorry. What's crunch?
0: You don't know what crunch is? I don't. So Heinz has a product called Crunch, K R A N C H. Ketchup, ketchup and ranch
2: and ranch. Whoa! It's a light
0: pink bottle mm-hmm. that's ketchup and ranch mixed together. That I want vegan crunch.
2: And it's got... I want vegan cranch. <laughs> okay. All right. Dave wants vegan crunch. Oh, vegan crunch! <laughs> I'm feeling petty about the Simply Eggless because it did not only make a gross breakfast, but it was a waste of money and it ruined all the ingredients that touched it, which yep. it was... That was a real... Yeah. Stone Cold Bummer. Yeah. And there was something else I was going to say, but I forgot.
0: Do you want to know how many...
2: Oh, vegan, yeah, how many vegan, vegan cream, cream cheeses, cheeses from a cream cheese company that's been in the game for 150 years would you?
0: Well, as I said earlier, with when the scale was bad first halves of episodes and the scale was pens that are out of reach, I also give Simply Eggless zero vegan cream cheeses from a cream cheese company that's been in the cream cheese game for 150 years. Yeah. Zero. This is a worse than worthless product.
2: Oh, I remember what I'm going to say. Negative what worth.
0: What's the negative worth? What's the term for... Like, worthless is zero, right? Yeah. What's negative worth?
2: Offensive. Is it? No, I don't know. I'm just feeling petty. Um, I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, we're not in the word game or explaining things to people game. So <laughs> we'll just move on from that. <laughs> That's my mulligan.
2: I guess the thing about it is they put out this product and now... Non vegans are trying it and thinking that we think it's good, that vegans think that this is good, but we don't. We know it's bad. Yeah. We know. Yeah. Yeah. Spread the word. Sorry, Simply Eggless, but make something better. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Hey, Dave.
0: Well? Oh, hi.
2: Do you want to eat some popcorn? <sighs> I'm kind <laughs>
0: of full. <falling. laughs> But let's eat it. It's not the listener's fault, I'm full. They shouldn't be kept from enjoying this any more than they already are. Hey, I make too many jokes about how the listeners don't enjoy this podcast. I know. I know it. I know that I do. It's a reflex. All right, what do we got here?
2: What we have here is a bag of Trader Joe's peanut butter caramel coated popcorn. So Dave, you went to trader joe's the other day yeah and you texted me and mm-hmm. said is there anything you want from trader joe's i can grab one or two items for you yeah. what i did was i texted my group of food blogger friends we're all in a group text and um we talk about food with each other and i texted the group and i said quick what should i ask dave to get me at trader joe's he's going soon and i got a bunch of recommendations. Kadri recommended those green onion pancakes, which we will review at a later date. And friend of the show, Diane Wenz from Diane's Vegan Kitchen recommended that we get this peanut butter caramel coated popcorn. Yeah. Here it is.
0: Alright. Give us, give us a description, please.
2: Sure. These are like the popcorn is like solidly coated it's turned the popcorn into a nugget according to the picture on the front let's see what's happening inside the bag all right oh yeah there's it's like not even super popcorn shaped it's super coated now coated in in peanut butter caramel this
0: looks like um, caramel corn the brand Mm mm-hmm Or poppycock.
2: So unlike a Cracker Jack or like a um, poppycock, these have like a softer coating. It's not like a hard, crunchy.
0: This feels very Cracker Jack-esque to me.
2: Oh, it's much harder than it feels.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Feels like a Crunchy Munch. Crunchy Munch is love at first bite. You're gonna love it with all of your might. ooh
2: This is giving me like Saturday morning cartoon breakfast cereal.
0: This is literally crunch and munch.
2: Is that? Yep. I guess it's been a while since I had crunch and munch.
0: My grandmother loved crunch and munch.
2: It's good. Oh, it's really good.
0: Good rec, Diane.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's addictive. It's sweet and peanut buttery and crunchy. Oh. Yeah. Yum. Yum, yum, yum. Mm Mm-hmm. I kind of want to use it in a cookie. Hmm. Although they're really big.
0: Yeah, they are very big.
2: You'd get like four of them into the cookie. Yeah. But I feel like they'd be really good in something. I mean, they're good on their own, but I think in something they'd be really good too. Maybe like in a granola. I, I don't know. No, they're still, they're too big for that too. I think maybe just
0: not everything has to be leveled up, you know?
2: I guess not. I like to level things up.
0: We got a letter? No. Okay. Well, then I'm going to read uh, a letter that I received.
2: You received a letter? Yeah.
0: It's not about talking tofu. It's just an email that I received. Oh, cool. I've been corresponding with a friend of the show, Bo Beddingfield, about horror movies. And we've been talking a little bit back and forth. And he sent me some thoughtful thoughts about uh, the Halloween series. So uh, this one, I should not have said, no, I guess... He's out there. He's a public figure. He is. So their first name, last name. Yeah. Sorry. Bo. Friend of the show, (laughs) Bo. Friend of the show, Bo. I think Halloween felt like the bigger drop off from the original to the sequels. The first is just so lean and perfect. Friday the 13th feels more consistent through the four that I've watched, though never quite hitting the heights of the first Halloween. I'm enjoying Friday the 13th as a franchise more than Halloween, though Halloween 6 was so insane and awful, I found it a true delight. For that reason, I'm excited about the Nutso Friday the 13th sequels. So, as somebody who's seen all of both uh, franchises, I gotta say that I think that Halloween has agree. I think after 2, it takes a huge left turn to Halloween three, which is one of my favorite horror movies of all time, but it never really recovers as a franchise from that. Like Michael Myers isn't even in three, but so, and then it's just cobbling it together and it's got an identity crisis after that where Rob Zombie gets involved like late in the game and makes a real gritty version. That's just kind of joyless. Um, anyway, but Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th four might be the best horror movie of all time for me. Um so and and I I love this journey that listener Bo is going on. I assume he listens, his wife listens, so <laughs> by extension, he half listens. He'll get the information. Sure. Um so I think like it is a very consistent series. It lays a good foundation and then gets bonkers on top of that foundation, which is a journey that Bo is about to take. He says more, we go on and on about horror movies. We've got a plan for uh, you that involves you with horror movies in the new year. So stay tuned for that. And, Bo, thanks for the letter. Thanks for listening.
2: (laughs) Hey, and if you'd like to write us a letter, Dave's personal email is. No. And if you'd like to write us a letter, write to us at pod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or slide into our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. I read and respond to every one. And thank you all for listening. If you're still here, if you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out, and we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read one on the pod. Who knows what could happen?
0: If you contact me at all, you are game for being. It's, it is You're giving permission to be used on talking to people. <laughs>
2: I'll ask your permission before I read your letter on the pod, listener. So maybe maybe go through me.
0: I'm line leader on Twitter and Instagram, and line leader was taken on TikTok. Oh, and I'm line leader on Fortnite new season. I'm back in it. Come join me.
2: <laughs> I really like the galaxy skin you have on your character. It's pretty cool. It's very cool. You can also follow us at Talking Tofu on Twitter or Talking Tofu Pod on Instagram, and I am Glue and Glitter on all social media and. You can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye.